Welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show where we give you two, three interesting tech stories in the news, give you something fun about the library system and send you on your way in 15 to 20 minutes. As always, if you have a story you'd like us to feature, creationstation at broward.org comes right to me and we'd be glad to put it on the air for you. Today, I've got Joe Gilch from Library IT Department. How are you doing, sir? Doing fantastic. Joe, you're one of the people who's who's in the background here. Tell us a little bit about what you actually do to keep the whole system running. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that literally is my job. I uh, we we have a few servers that are running in the background to uh, operate all the public uh, computers, keep track of them, uh, allow logins, printing, uh, keep track of the uh, ILS. I guess the little information uh, system that uh, takes care of all the books and all the good stuff. So. I'm one of the men in charge of uh, keeping it all up and running. It's amazing. And and for anybody out there who's ever tried to keep anything up and running, you know how crazy it can be. And then add in, what do you, you only have like, what, 30 something vendors to deal with? <laughs> you know, that's, that's 30 to 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a crazy thing. Um, let's get into our stories because there's some fun stories today. And there are some really interesting ones, I think, here with the idea of the um, unsubmitted technology stuff that's coming. Uh, so this first article is somebody had sent us in this article and wanted us to talk about it. Uh, it's all about uh, the this new spinal implant. So they've got people who are totally paralyzed, unable to move their legs. And with some CT scans of their spines and doing some cadaver work and a lot of other stuff, um, it's this has not been a couple-month process. This is a decades-long process. They figured out 16 key nerve endings to reconnect, to rebuild, and allow people to walk. How cool is that, Joe, huh? Just amazing. Uh, just the amount of work they did to identify the, the bundles of nerves and uh, how many implant uh, stimulus to to give them to get some reaction yeah and Very this crazy. is this is like everything that the library does almost it's got the 3d printed spine it's got all, <laughs> all of the robotic stuff i mean it's not that we're making spines everybody um you know but you could i mean we've got medical databases that you could actually print out a spine if you needed it for your science fair project um and we've got all those things that you could learn how to make, how to maneuver things and do stuff. But this just takes so much information. And they've got three people now that they've been able to perform this surgery on to get them to walk around. I just and like, didn't one of them was able to have some longer lasting uh, yeah. simulation. It was just absolutely amazing that that research led to some improved capability for one of those patients. Yeah, and it's it's crazy that they can go out and do all of this. This is one of those things, you know, that, why aren't we living in the future? Why don't we have our – this is the free future, everybody. You know, we're getting – I mean, spinal disease and, and uh, you know, the Dolphins have a whole organization, a uh, whole charity organization just about that too from the football side of things of people who – the Bonacati, um Foundation where they have um, – done that for football for football players who have had spinal injuries and trying to do some of this research. And it's just like, wow, this was 
You, this is not something like, okay, well, in theory, we can do this. This is like, no, we did it. We've proven we know how to do this. Now it's a question of getting it to scale so it's not just at one lab, but at multiple labs. Right, right. In the, uh, identifying each individual and getting their specific uh, nerves identified, mm -hmm. the implant yeah. that'll, that'll trigger them. Uh, I was just amazed at the, uh, the one guy who was riding a bike. I mean, he can oh, barely walk. Yeah, that, that's actually the next one here, that placebo effect one. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. From, so the next story that we have is um, all about Parkinson's. So if, you, if you're not familiar with what Parkinson's, Parkinson's disease is, it basically is only affects your brain, but your brain starts shutting off all of the things, all the motor functions that it can do. So you don't, can't walk anymore. You, you have a very hard time talking and doing things like that. And then here's this one example of somebody who had been more than a decade living in a chair and then saw his granddaughter about to go fall down the stairs and just stood up, walked over, picked her up, and then went back and sat in the chair because his brain forgot he can't do that anymore. Right. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. And then you pointed out the one farther down in the article about someone who rides a motorcycle, who rides a bicycle. Um, and this is where they're thinking that it may have something to do with a little bit of either stimuli that's missing, or maybe it's just purely a placebo effect where you just need to forget that you don't know how to do it anymore and you go back to being able to do it. The mind is absolutely incredible yeah. to, to yeah, see that happen. A, it's a quick little that. video. You can see here's this person. His muscle control is really, really poor right now. And then as it happens, we're going to get it there. He can, he can barely walk, but they wow. get him out there onto the bicycle. And once they get him up and running, boom, he just knows how to ride a bicycle again. Because it's something oh. that brings him joy. It's something that reminds him of how to be, you know, what he used to do. And he's just able to ride a bike. Oh, it's just absolutely incredible. Again, this is all research stuff that's going on now, live in front of us, that people are able to come up with these ideas and really work this stuff out for where and how they can react now I'm, I'm waiting for the end of this video here because at the end you're going to see where he gets off the bike you can see he's just a normal person right here riding the bike he is doing great and as soon as he gets off of the bike all of a sudden he forgets wow. and he can't walk anymore wow. and it's just such a crazy thing as always all these show notes you know be all these links will be in our show notes for you to come and see um, but there's some, there's some really great re medical research going on here with, and the technology all blending together is just gives us a little bit of hope for the future, huh? Yeah. Some, some, they've got some breakthroughs and now they have some avenues to pursue to see if they can get the mind to, uh, you know, entice it. Yeah. Little, uh, yeah. Uh -oh. 
little uh, margarita. Or... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You, here, you, you remember how you used to love to drink this? Here, put it in your hand and see if it happens again. Right. Well, sadly, we can't stay in the happy place because our last story today kind of stinks. <laughs> um, so if you're out there and you've got, you've done something bad on the internet, you cursed out someone on Facebook or you did something on Twitter and you pissed off, you know, you made some bad, stupid jokes or whatever. Um, the internet, the internet lives forever is the common phrase because there's the Wayback Machine. There's lots of places that contain all these things. Well, there's some firms out there that are trying to stop that and not necessarily for good use. Tell me, you know about GDPR, right? That, right, Joe? Um. The Big. GDPR. For, yes. Okay, so GDPR is uh, a law in the European Union that uh, requires uh, every, everybody to respect your privacy. Um, and there is a section of it called uh, the right to be forgotten. As in, if the, you have done something, you made a horrible comment on Twitter, you have a right that after so many years, you should be able to say, no, I've changed. I'm a different person and I want this removed. Well, the problem is they're trying, there's some people taking advantage of this and making people think that this is a GDPR thing, but it's not because GDPR doesn't remove false things. GDPR only removes false things, not true things. And so here in this article, we they go through um, how a company out here, one of the one of the companies, and uh, Quarium is the organization that that was being targeted by uh, Emilia, Eliminelia um, as one of the firms that Eliminelia is going after web hosting companies and threatening them with lawsuits if you don't take this down using false pretense under these laws and using strong arm tactics not only on the website people but pretty basically on the other side too like you're going to them saying hey i want you to fix my reputation and then they're charging you two thousand dollars a link can you imagine? That's insane. Have you That's... ever done anything stupid on the internet, Joe? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you. See, everybody has. I'm not proud of <laughs> yeah, Everybody's had something out there. And this is part of growing up. This is this is also part of why, you know, millennials care don't care as much. Gen Z does not care at all about this stuff because they're used <laughs> to living their lives online. This is what it is. You can see the whole progression of how their life has gone in that absolutely but yeah this is i mean 20 to thirty thousand dollars per person to go in and just re and to get them to go out and remove real live information about you on the internet oh they're making money from both sides that's just absolutely incredible yeah yeah and, and it's and one of the things is so what they what the actual 
idea behind it is if there was a false information or if there's something that shouldn't be there, uh, one of the examples that is in the um, article, they talk about if you had uh, revenge porn as an example, where you had you were in a consensual relationship, you uh, filmed something with someone, you broke up, and then they threatened to post it online to embarrass you or harm you at your job, you should have the right to say, no, you can't post that because you're not giving consent and you technically have copyright over that video. Right. And so that is a good reason to use this stuff. But not to just take it down because you put it up yourself and you didn't you don't like that idea anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. Just just insane. Yeah, I can't and the whole idea is to be able to link from thing to thing to thing. So it's it's partly it's attacking the underlying part of the internet of all of those links that go from place to place. And so you've done a lot of that though here, not only here for the library website stuff, but I mean, just overall IT world. Um, how, how, what do you think about the idea of what we have to compare with Sunshine Law here in Florida of having to keep records of everything against something like this? Yeah, that would be really, really difficult to, uh, to be able to go through all that archives I mean, I, I don't think we offer anything nearly as uh, mm -hmm. strong as what the European Union has done. Uh, yeah. I wish we would. I know California is trying to do it, but uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think there's a lot of uh, push for that in the state at this point. No, especially in Florida, there's not. And and like I said, with a sunshine law in Florida, where sunshine law just means all. All things that happen with government have to be a public record, a public document. They get published. You know, that's why we have Florida Man, because it's got to be published within the 48 hours. I wonder what, what would happen if somebody were to come to us and say, hey, I want this taken off of my thing. It's like, well, no, that's not how Florida works. Nope. <laughs> you don't get to yeah. just pick, man. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah, it, that just doesn't make any sense at all to me. I mean, and so this, this again, we picked two stories today that just are like pages and pages and pages of stuff long. We can never cover the entire piece of it. But so some of them have been, um, the reason this story really came up is because of how complete this thing is infecting the rest of the world where they haven't grown up with as much of the internet as, as we have in the United States perhaps and stuff like that. And so I do encourage everybody out there, read this article, go through it, or go investigate on your own, you know, and come back and let us know. If you find something else out there, you let us know about it because we want to cover your stories and we want to make sure that we're doing what is really relevant for you out there. Um, and I just cannot see how this could work. Man, why? <laughs> why does yeah. it work? Why would you think it could work? Especially if I could just go to the Wayback Machine and just pull up that web page anyway. Right. It's never going to, I mean, there's so many copies of everything out there today. That's how the internet works. Right. Everything's connected. Everything works and does. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. <laughs> um, I did want to share one other quick thing with everybody because we have a great event starting tomorrow. Uh, let me put that event up here on the screen for you. It is uh, the rededication for ARLIC, African American Research Library and Cultural Center. 
Uh, that is happening tomorrow night. So if you're here local in Broward County, definitely stop by 6.30, 7 o'clock until 8.30, 9 o'clock. Uh, it is the kickoff for both Black History Month, for the rededication ceremony of the building. Uh, it has been 20, can you imagine, Joe, 20 years. Unbelievable. Absolutely. I know. I opened that. I opened that building. I was. I was there <laughs> as the the. I was like person number five hired for the building. I I ran the computer center when it first opened, and wow. we did. I just cannot believe we've been here this long, and doing it and everything. So when you get a chance to come, we'll show you. If you get a chance to come, uh, we'll show you some stuff. There's the virtual Arlick exhibit where you can see uh, in augmented reality all of the, uh, not all, but some of the stuff that's hidden away in the back vaults. Um, and things like that. So please take a take a look at it. And if you haven't, uh, if you can't make it this time, this too short a notice for you, please show up again and uh, come on. We're going to be doing events all year long. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have you had a chance to go out and do many of the events out there at Arlick? I've been a few times. We had a, a tablet event there, and I got to uh, spend some time, which I hadn't previously. And uh, it, it's absolutely incredible what they have there. Uh, I was very impressed. Yeah, it's 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 just a beautiful building, and, and some of the archival stuff is just Alex Haley's original notes for Roots are just sitting in the back vault, and I'm like, oh ah, what are we gonna? Oh, oh man, I know it's just crazy. And now now see, now I'm dragging on, and I'm just gonna keep on going. I'm gonna take us over time. Thank you so much for being here, Sir Joe. So tell us what else is going on for you guys in IT. What kind of projects you guys got working on? Right now, we're really trying to get uh, procurement completed for a new software to uh, manage the computers. Um, we, we've been having trouble with uh, Windows 10 and uh, the Microsoft's gotten really good and the company we were using to manage the computers has fallen way behind. So we're really trying to get everything fixed up and ready for the public so we can uh, Get ready to uh, hopefully invite the full uh, hundred percent people back soon. And yeah, I'm sure everybody's uh, wanting to get back to normal as and, uh, we we are. Yeah, well, and so. we've been we've been open and everybody can come in and use the computers. And I, it, I'm gonna guess this is gonna go over just like the last update you guys ran. I don't think anybody even noticed the website updated. Like you guys changed over the website last year. I think it was last year. No one even noticed. The thing just kept on running and it was like, nope, not even a bullet. It just kept on going. Yeah, we actually have 100 computers already running a kind of test environment. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we've had no uh, negative feedback from uh, from the staff and the library. So uh, we think we've been doing a pretty good job with it so far. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, and this is why we have people like Joe on. So everybody out there gets a chance to appreciate all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes. It's not just the person there at the checkout desk for you here at the library. It's everybody in the background doing stuff. Let me throw up our final slide here. If you have someone in the library system that, or if your favorite library you want to see featured on Tech Talk, let us know. Creation Station at Broward.org. We'll see everybody next week. Stay safe. Take care, everybody.